Hey everybody, I wanna give you a gift before we dive in. If you're at the beginning of your content marketing journey or if you've been doing it a while but it's not working as well as you want and you feel like something is missing, I wanna give you a roadmap to help you get more ROI out of your content. This is my blog remix method and it's a shortcut to go from one blog to dozens of pieces of content in less than 60 minutes. Even if you have webinars, podcasts, and video content, you can take the transcripts and follow the guidelines in the exact same way. It's a great resource. It's free. You should have it. If you haven't downloaded it already, grab it right now at justinsimon.co slash remix. If you're listening to this podcast feed, you can click the link right below and download it. Get it, read it, apply it. It takes you step-by-step step to get more value out of your blog content and get it in front of your audience. So grab the guide, get a blog, and get it running. That's my blog remix method, and it's free at justinsimon.co slash remix. Hey, everybody. Before we get started, I want to thank my friends at Hatch for producing this episode. You can get unlimited podcast editing and strategy for one flat rate by visiting hatch.fm. All right, let's get in the show. Welcome to Distribution First, the show where we flip content marketing on its head and focus on what happens after you hit publish. Each week I share playbooks, motivations, stories, and strategies to help you repurpose and distribute your content because you deserve to get the most out of everything you create. So if I were gonna start a distribution strategy in 2024, this is the exact nine step system that I would follow. My clients and coaching students have actually been using this system over the past year to 10X, 100X, even 500X, yeah, 500X the ROI from the content that they're creating on their marketing teams. But I've got a bit of a disclaimer. Distribution isn't a magic pill. This is not something that if you sprinkle the fairy dust on is going to completely change your content marketing program. Before you can distribute effectively, you have to actually know your audience deeply, create content they enjoy, and be willing to put in the work to make distribution even worth it to begin with. Because it isn't worth actually distributing that content if nobody enjoys it to begin with. But if you follow this system, you might be surprised at how much new content you actually have to create every week. You might be able to go from two uh, new blog posts a week to one. You might be able to go from multiple videos and webinars and all these things that you're trying to do, you might be able to actually scale those down and get more ROI out of the things you're creating, freeing you up to create better content, to be able to actually be strategic, to talk to your customers, to understand what they want versus just assuming and thinking, hey, I've got to be able to get content out and the whole process goes awry. So stick with me because this is the first time I'm breaking down this entire system exactly like this step by step. So let's get into number one, assess. This is the baseline for your distribution strategy. Assessing, evaluating what your current distribution's efforts are, and then building a strategy moving forward. If we don't know what path we've been on, if we don't at least take a look back into the rearview mirror, it's going to be nearly impossible to know where we want to go, what we want to cut, what we want to change, any of those things. So step one is assessing where you're at. And the easiest way to get started is to look at the last maybe 
90 days. Or you could even look at the last Q1 if you wanted to get maybe two separate snapshots or, or the previous year's quarter, whatever quarter you might be in. And take a look at that and understand, okay, here's what we created. Here's how much stuff we got out of it. Here was the ROI of us creating that. What were the outcomes? So when we created X webinar, what were the outcomes of this? When we created this series of blog posts over the last quarter, what happened? What was the traffic? Where did the traffic come from? Look at the channels. Look at all the things that go into essentially marketing your content. What did you do to actively market that piece of content? And once you have those baselines, that will allow you to actually go forward and say, all right, you know what? When we released this blog post, we really didn't do a lot. Within the first week, we posted something on LinkedIn and then we added it to our monthly email. And that was it. You know, it just allows you to open up your eyes and really see what's going on with your distribution process and know how you can evolve from there. Number two is planning. So actually developing a distribution plan before you end up creating your content. I talk about this all the time. You have to develop a distribution plan before you create your content, not after. You can do it after. You can go back into the assess phase and see what happens and see what we did and what did we create. But if you can build a plan to actually distribute your pieces of content before you even create them, it's going to make the actual content that you create even better. And I have seen this time and time again with the clients and and the different folks that I've worked with. When you start to understand how you're going to distribute this piece of content and what you want to get out into the world, it forces you to think about what that piece of content is actually going to be and what makes it interesting to begin with. So for an example, if you're creating a podcast episode or a blog post and you write it all out and you publish it and you pat yourself on the back and then you go to publish it out onto LinkedIn or Twitter or send it to your email list and you start reading through it and you're like, there just is not much going on here. There's not much for me to be able to actually get out back into the world. Like I thought this was a good post. I thought this was a good podcast episode. I thought this was a good webinar. And it just turns out it's not because the co- the content, while maybe interesting for a particular point in time, is not actually interesting to the audience on those individual channels. And it's really, really hard to cut that up and create native content for those things. So by understanding, hey, we need to be able to get LinkedIn posts out of this. We need to be able to get an email out of this. It changes your mindset when you're actually creating that content. So plan ahead to know what you want to do. All right. And this leads in directly into number three, which is integrate. So then after you've assessed what's going on, you've started to build out this plan, you're going to integrate that plan, integrate distribution details into your content roadmap. So almost everybody that I talk to has some sort of roadmap, some sort of content plan, even if it's a Google sheet or a Word doc or something, they have a plan, they have an idea of what they want to create. Now, what you want to do is integrate distribution details There are specific things you can add and integrate into your roadmap, uh, and we'll get into some of those. You want to add those into your planning. You want to integrate that stuff back into your planning. So what are the things that I'm talking about as far as adding it? You need to add in things like the actual channels. What are you, where are you distributing this? It sounds so simple, but do you know where you're going to distribute this piece of content? You need to be able to add things in like formats. What are the other types of formats we're creating this in? What are the other types of pieces that we can create around this. You need to add in things like what is the actual demand driver for this? Is this a demand creation type piece or is this a demand 
capture type piece, all of those things will help determine what type of distribution plan you actually have for that type of piece of content. At the most base level, you can imagine a mainly SEO driven piece, right? You're creating this and you know SEO is the main driver. Great. So you will have categories like Google as the main distribution channel or YouTube as the main distribution channel. It's going to be a demand capture piece. It's going to be in these formats. This is how people are actively searching for it. This is how we are going to measure that these are the KPIs around it, things like keywords, impressions, search terms, organic visits, all that type of stuff. You want all of those pieces around for each given piece, because let's say you have a research report that comes out and nobody's searching for that topic. What are you going to do? Okay, you have to build out that plan. You have to integrate that plan. You have to understand how these distribution. Okay, how are we distributing this? How often are we going to distribute this? Where are we going to distribute this? We are creating demand around this topic. That means we might have to put even more effort into this to be able to create demand around this idea because people need to see this 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 times to be able to get the value out of that piece of content. All right, the next one, number four, is one of my favorites. It's something that very, very few content teams that I have ever interacted with actually do this or do it consistently, but it can completely change the game as far as your distribution and repurposing process goes. And that is ranking your content. So ranking every piece of content when you're creating something, whether it's a YouTube video to release a product announcement or a YouTube video to share a bit of thought leadership or a blog or a press release, all, all these things that we you know create as content teams, as marketing teams, they're not all created equal. And we have to understand that there are different distribution methods, different levels of distribution impact that we want to have as we're creating those things. You don't want to put the same distribution stamp on a giant original research report that you, you know, paid tens of thousands of dollars to get created and then all these assets. You don't want to put that same amount of effort into a press release. And you don't assume that your audience cares about those things on the same levels as well. So We'll get more into ranking content this year. That's one of my goals is to be able to share more on how I do this framework and how this works. But the four main categories that you want to look at are relevance, quality, originality, and impact. And then you can span that across however many tiers you want at a very basic level, A, B, C, one, two, three, however you want to frame those up. And then you and your team can come up with the ideas of what is a tier one piece of content from a relevance score? What is a tier three piece of content from the amount of impact that it's going to have. And then you actually have to do the hard work of figuring out how that is. But again, do this ahead of time. Do this in the planning phases for this piece of content. And honestly, we'll talk about it as we go down and at a different step and a different level. But those are the conversations that really help a team understand the overall impact or the potential impact of a piece of content that gets requested, even from somebody outside of your content team and things like that. It just unless you have a more intelligent conversation around that piece of content. All right, number five is all about building momentum. So you've built out your plan, you understand what this piece is, you kind of even maybe understand like how you want to be able to distribute this, but now it's all about building momentum. And I have a whole map, a whole framework that I use for actually, it's, I call it a momentum map. And this is something I built out and used with clients and essentially lays out for any given piece of content, typically a larger piece of content, think a cornerstone or even a bigger core piece of content, something you really want to be able to get more out of. Maybe it's a core idea that you have. And what it does is it forces you to write out the answers, <laughs> write out 
what is it that you want to actually distribute and then how do those th- and then how do we plan those things out for the rest of the you know quarter or the rest of the year or how you know maybe we're not going to be able to do all these things in this quarter but hey if we did four of the things that we came up with off of this original piece of content and then span those off across the year that just gives us excuses to keep coming back to the same idea and the same idea think about your content marketing like an author thinks about marketing their book if you come up with a really good piece of content it deserves to get marketed for a good amount of time. So think about any given author. They release a new book, every podcast they're on, every YouTube video they're doing, every presentation, it's all built around the same book. So think about your content marketing in that same way. And think about the impact that you can have if you actually do that consistently. You build momentum around your ideas. You build momentum around this content How many more people, if you did that consistently, would know about your core ideas, your core content, what you're doing, what you're offering in the next two quarters than if you just hit it once or twice and kept trying to constantly create that new stuff. So build momentum. Step five, you have to build momentum with these pieces of content. And again, not every piece of content, you know, I might do a momentum map for tier one content only, but you really think through those things and and how how to build that up so you're not constantly running on the content hamster wheel. All right, number six is all about focus, knowing which distribution channels to focus on, what to avoid, knowing which types of formats to focus on, which to avoid. There's so many shiny objects out there trying to get us to pull into many different ways. So if you can come up with a a very base level plan, this is not rocket science, what two channels do we post on every single week? What formats do we create every single week? What formats do we want to try more of in the future and which channels do we want to try on more on in the future? These are the very basic questions. And then takes all the pressure off you to say, oh, I need to be doing a podcast and I need to be doing carousels and I need to be doing cool graphics and I need to be doing shorts and I need to be do- just focus on a couple. Just focus on a couple. Do them really, really well. Get your audience to know, okay, when I see this in my feed, when I this email comes in my inbox, I know what to expect. You want to create consistency in expectation from the audience. When you create this piece of content, you know what to do on your end, but then your audience knows what to expect from it as well, which is super underrated from a marketing perspective. It's just in terms of consistency makes sense from like a creation standpoint of like, okay, I know what I'm doing every single week, but it's so underrated from an audience perspective of the companies and the creators who do things so consistently. You just come to know what they're going to talk about. You come to know what types of formats they're going to be in. And they might experience and, and expand and grow and try different things as they as they go. But overall, those things stay the same. So I think that having that laser focus in terms of what you're going to create, how you're going to create it, and then be able to do that every single week really leads into number seven, which is launching. So when you launch a piece of content, sort of like building momentum, but I would think of launch as more of like that consistency. So think about this as your core level content, your you're beginning, uh, you know, you're the, the content that's driving your engine. When you think about those things, how are you going to launch? So at a most basic level, when you launch a podcast episode every week, what does, what does that look like? What is your standard operating procedure template, distribution template for a podcast? I've talked about mine before, and I'm sure I'll, I'll do a little bit more deep dive on how I'm evolving that for 2024. But, you know, at a base level, it's, release the podcast. Podcast email goes out on Tuesdays after 
newsletter goes out on Saturdays based on that podcast episode. Different clips get cut up into social pieces. So you're creating the very basic plan for how that goes to be able to launch. And again, so it's not to say this is the end all be all. This is the perfect plan. But just to give you a baseline to start with that, hey, when we launch a blog post on Tuesday, what happens? When we launch a podcast, what happens? When we do a webinar, what happens? So build a launch plan for distribution to understand how this content is actually going to get out in front of your audience. And number eight, one of my favorites, number eight, can't live without it, remixing, repurposing. How do you take your best ideas and create quote unquote new content off of those throughout the year? So whether you are going top down and you're taking that content and repurposing it throughout the year in terms of taking a blog post and cutting up into a social piece of content, that's a very basic one or a video and cutting it up into clips. Are you even doing that? Or how can you take several of those things and remix them into something even bigger? You could take a series of blog posts that you've done and turn that into course material. You could take a series of podcasts that you've done and turn that into an ultimate guide with expert interviews. There are these ways that you can take smaller pieces and remix them into larger ones going forward. So think about how you're going to be able to remix the stuff, remix the ideas. Again, when you think about building momentum, that all goes into that, whether it's a launch, whether it's building momentum, whether it's ranking, like all this stuff ties together to be able to build a cohesive plan to where you are marketing the content that you create where you're not just creating it and hoping people hit your website, but you are being proactive. You are actively getting in front of the audience with the content, with the message, with the ideas that you want in their face every single day. And you are actually building a plan for that. You're not letting that just happen by chance. Because part of the reality that we have to understand with remixing as well is that not everyone wants to watch, listen, or read your original piece of content. There are lots of creators that create YouTube content and also have a podcast and I'm never going to listen to the podcast, but I'll watch their YouTube video. Or there are lots of folks with great content on social that have newsletters, but I'm not interested in following their newsletter. You know, I've got enough newsletters, but I, I like their stuff on social. That's great. If you think that you only need to do one, you're missing out on a whole opportunity of other touch points, other impressions, other places where these people who may actually fully enjoy your content could be customers, could be potential clients, but because you don't distribute that content and cut it up and remix it in those different ways, you're completely missing out on them. So don't fall for the trap that a lot of folks fall into, which is, well, I'm doing a newsletter and The people who really want that content, they'll see it in my newsletter. Or I already posted that on social. Why would I write uh, a longer newsletter about it? Well, that's just not true. There are people, (laughs) I see it across my stuff all the time. There are people who enjoy LinkedIn content. There are people who enjoy podcast content. And there are people who enjoy the newsletter. And there's crossover there. That's great. If you're following all these things, let me know. Leave leave a review. Say you read uh, every newsletter and (laughs) check out LinkedIn and listen to the podcast. That'd be amazing. But there are, I know I know full well there are people who do one or two, and that's great. That's great. If you, if you just follow on, on one place and, and not on another, that's no problem because I am going to actively get that content out in those places every single week. Number nine, this is more of a bonus, but uh, I, I couldn't skip it. I, it's not something I necessarily have to worry about right now, but working with teams and working on teams 
you cannot skip number nine, which is collaborate. Collaboration is one of the hardest things when it comes to distribution, because a lot of times there's just not a lot of insight into how these things work. There's a lot of complexity with distribution, depending on platform, depending on format, depending on what you're creating. You might not be the one creating the content, but in charge of distributing the content. I've been there. You you know, product team creates something and says, hey, we want to share this with our audience, you know, share it out. You will consume the content. And you're like, oh, this isn't very good. So it's hard. It's hard to understand those things. And so I think just being aware of how you're going to collaborate, make distribution a collaborative effort. Understand it's not going to be an overnight switch. It's definitely not going to be an overnight switch. It's probably more realistically going to be months and years of fine tuning and adjusting because everything within this, I can tell you from working with dozens of companies, every single company is different. How they create content is different. How they create briefs and frameworks and structure projects, it's all different. So understand there's no perfect framework. Even if you followed, you know, these nine steps to an absolute T and you said, I, I hit every single one, I rank my content, I'm building momentum, I'm launching, I'm following your exact templates. I can guarantee you following the exact templates and following the format, it will still look different for your company than it will for somebody else's than it will for mine. Because just how you create that content, how you can successfully amplify that and, and talk about that amongst your company, it's going to be totally, totally different. The key is not to have some perfect plan. It's to just do it. <laughs> the key is to just do it, to have the internal awareness of what we're creating, of how we're getting that in front of the audience and why it matters to begin with. And just having those things is going to be a baseline for success. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode. It's been a super fun one for me to do to walk through it. Like I said, I've never gone through these steps in public like this to go through each each of the nine. But these are the areas that you have to focus on. And this year in particular, if you want to get more ROI out of the content that you're creating, and if you want more help with that, if you want some hands-on help, feel free to reach out. It's something I work with teams all the time and actually help them build a consistent momentum for the content that they're creating. And that would be something I'd be more than happy to help you out with. So until next week, we will chat again. But thanks for listening to Distribution First, and I'll see you all next time. All right, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Distribution First and thank you for listening all the way through. I appreciate you so, so much. And I hope you're able to apply what you learned in this episode one way or another into your content strategy as well. Speaking of strategy, we have a lot of things going on this year that are gonna help you build your brand, 10X your content and transform the way you do content marketing. Make sure to subscribe to the show and sign up for my newsletter at justinsimon.co so you don't miss a thing. I look forward to serving you in the next episode as well. And until then, take care and I'll see you next time.